Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Tuesday here on this program, and you know what that means. We have got a lot of news to get into here today, not the least of which is our weekly Raw report. Wasn't the worst show I ever saw. I can't figure out what's going on with this uh, this Nikki Cross character. I mean, I know what's going on, but, like, if you wanted to make it work and actually have her be a hero to the children, etc., bro, this ain't the way to do it, but... They got a plan, I'm sure. And by plan, I mean, like, every day when they run a show, there's a plan for that day. And then, like, the next week, there's a different plan for that day. But anyway, they've locked in, at least, the Nikki Ash, Nikki A-S-H, which, by the way, I guess I'll get to that in a while. But anyway, it's a three-way at SummerSlam. So it looks like Nikki's going to be champion through SummerSlam. And that probably means she's going to be doing multiple jobs to Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, etc., etc., as she proves that just don't give up, even if you can never win as the women's champion. We'll talk about that today on the program. We also got a lot of other news. WWE's return to Saudi Arabia. We can all celebrate that. We got up to, uh, upcoming lineups, including AW and NXT and New Japan Strong on Friday. We got our ticket sale updates. And things are very interesting in terms of ticket sales, particularly at this point, for WWE. Because, as it turns out, John Cena has become, as a result of disappearing and going to Hollywood and not being around and just being a a legend to this, this era of wrestling fans, this bro's moving some tickets. And John Cena is good for, I would say, two to 3,000 additional tickets for every show that he's added to. They've now added him to Madison Square Garden, so now all of a sudden that show's doing better. We'll talk about all of that, and then also the death of Brasso de Plata, Super Porky. That's coming up after the break, Wrestling Observer Live. The Dave 
single from Wendy's made with fresh, never-frozen beef has the power to blow your mind. But now that the Dave single is buy one, get one for a buck, as well as the spicy or classic chicken sandwich and the spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, Wendy's BOGO for $1 deal is going to blow your mind and your speakers. Get these faves. BOGO $1 only at Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with combo or any other offer. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. You can increase the return on investment of your marketing assets by repurposing them. Transform each one into at least two or three different assets to save time and effort that you can devote to other things. A blog post can become several social media messages and vice versa. A brochure can turn into a blog post and an infographic. Be sure to look for multiple ways you can use each asset and reach customers in different ways. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration. An air horn. <laughs> Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I do not know what the story is with Mike Sempervivi. Apparently his internet is out. And... I guess we'll uh, wait to see if he gets back on before the show goes off the air. But until then, it's me, baby, and you, my friends. So if you'd like to join the show, this is the information. Text messages, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. And I just heard Mike click the button, so it appears... That he is going to be joining us for the show here today. Is that right, Mike? 
Is that you? Am I here? Yeah, you're Am here. Am I around? Can they hear yeah. me? Can they see me? Yeah, we heard you violently and loudly click the button to uh, join the show. Did you see that picture I sent you? Yeah. We got two trucks out here. I was supposed to have 5G backups so this type of stuff wouldn't happen. They are lying to me. They've lied to me. Should I pay this bill? I don't think I should. I think I should prorate it. I hate Xfinity right now. Well, from there to the death, everyone, of Super Porky. Jose Luis Alvarado Nieves, known as Brazo de Plata and Super Porky, passed away at the age of 58. The talk show Mas Luchas announced his passing during their show tonight. CMLL, as well as AAA, posted tributes on social media. A cause of death has not been announced. He debuted in 1977. As the masked wrestler Brazo de Plata, teaming with his brother Brazo de Oro, they would continue to wear masks until October 21, 1988, when Plata Oro and another brother, El Brazo, lost a triple mask versus triple hairs match against Los Vianos. Viano 1, 4, and 5. No disgrace to lose to the Vianos, by the way. Plata joined CMLL 1985. He would continue to wrestle for the next 20 years. Teaming with members of the Alvarado wrestling family. Held the CMLL World Trios titles. Later adopted a more comedic style, I'll say. Was given the nickname Super Porky. After, of course, Porky Pig, because he was gigantic. Plata briefly wrestled for WWE in 2005. Joining the SmackDown brand as part of the Juniors Comedy Division. A skit I'll never forget where he showed up with a ham. <laughs> 2006, the entire juniors division was released. Plata went to AAA where he stayed through 2009. After leaving AAA, Porca continued to work in the independence, made appearances in CMLL through 2016. Of course, his, his son, Psycho Clown, one of the top stars in, in AAA right now. And the story, I started watching... Super Porky in the early 2000s. And by that point, I mean, he was big. We're talking, he was about five foot four and probably 350 pounds. Absolutely rotund. Perfectly I mean, even round. Back, even back then, there was talk about how he'd had, he'd allegedly already had multiple heart attacks. He was so heavy. And the thing was, when he was young, he was, I wouldn't say he was he was lean. He certainly was not a Finn Balor type. But, I mean, he was much leaner than he was when he was 5'4 and 350 pounds. But he could move and he could work and he was a great worker. And later, as he put on more and more and more and more weight, he took on the role of the comedy figure. But he could still move every now and then. So he would be doing a match and the match would largely be him standing there and doing comedy spots. If you have never seen... Super Porky before, and uh, perhaps some uh, Lucha historians will be upset at this comparison, but I'm just trying to give a comparison for 2021 to folks who have never seen Lucha Libre or Super Porky in his uh, in his rotund comedic prime. you got to think back to um, Otis. Before Otis got this new gimmick where they just took away everything great about him, a big, fat guy whose gimmick was that he was fat and he used his large belly to do spots, and he would dance, and he would rub his belly, 
And, like, no matter what was happening or how many times you saw it, like, if you saw the old Otis gimmick when he was doing the, the fat guy stuff and he was a baby face, it didn't matter where you were if there were fans there. It didn't matter who he was in the ring with. And it didn't matter how many times you saw it. As soon as Otis started doing that dance and shaking his hips and running wild with his belly, everybody went nuts for it. So imagine that times uh, 10. Because uh, imagine the guy has to be shorter than Otis. He has to be fatter than Otis. And he has to have much better comedy spots than Otis. And Otis had good comedy spots, but Super Porky, I mean, he would do... The spots where he would hit you with his belly. He would do the spot where you would hit him and he would start to cry. And, of course, everybody would laugh because it was just ridiculous. And no matter how fat he was, like, you could still throw three Rudos into the corner sitting down. And he would run and he would do a flip and squash all of them in the corner. And he would do a dive off the apron on, like, five guys. Which, of course, it's not really a dive. He would fall and he would wipe all these guys out with his giant belly and he would dance and he would hit you with his belly and you would sell it big and he was just the greatest and like you could watch cmll every week and super porky would be in a nothing happening three falls uh trios match where he would just do the same fat jokes every time and it was always funny and no matter who was in with him you know, the, the difference in Otis is, you know, Otis is in there and he's with other mid-carters. But, like, Super Porky could be in there with, like, big stars, and the big stars would sell for his belly, and the big stars would take the bump. It didn't matter who you were, you were going to be selling for Super Porky. So he was just the greatest, and he would do his comedy stuff. It would, it would, would, It was never not funny. He goes to WWE for the juniors, and he's got more charisma than, like, everybody on the roster in 2005 put together. But they don't know what to do with the guy. He's a short, fat guy. So they do, like, a couple of weeks of stupid stuff involving food, and then they can't figure out what to do with Super Porky. When you can't figure out what to do with Super Porky, you may as well get a job in another field because you're useless. <laughs> so then, of course, he went to uh, AAA, and then, of course, once you go to AAA, CMLL is very upset. And he did open the door for for his sons in AAA, who are now big stars there. He had a rough last few years. He just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then he had problems. He needed a walker. He needed a wheelchair. But, I mean, if you could get him in the ring, if you could wheel him into the ring in a wheelchair, he would still do comedy, and people would bump for him, and the fans would go crazy. But it was a rough last few years, and he had a lot of health problems. He'd had health problems forever, and he claimed that he'd had relationships and people had taken advantage of him, and so at the end he had no money, and so his his family was essentially helping take care of him, and it was it was rough, and he passed away, and it's a very sad story if you're a, a fan of the old Super Porky, and uh, and the only other thing really to mention besides he had he had his first career. As a great trios wrestler, a serious trios wrestler, he had his second career as the big fat guy, and he even had a brief career as a mixed martial arts fighter. He did one MMA fight, and in his youth, he was an amateur wrestler, and he was renowned as a tough guy. And so he went in there, and he had a fight on a deep show in, I believe, 2003, and he did not win, but he made it to the second round. And he actually did so much better 
than you would expect, especially given it was 2003, so he was already way past his prime. He was very, very heavy. I'm sure he had very little cardio to speak of, but he did train. And uh, quite frankly, I mean, he did way better than you'd think. He ended up getting heel hooked. That was his only appearance in mixed martial arts. But uh, he lived many lives. He wore many hats. Uh, I, I, I mean, whatever you want to say about the stuff that he did in the ring for the majority of the last 20 years of his career, I think he's an all-time great in Lucha Libre. Nobody doesn't know Super Porky. Everybody knows who he is. He had great comedy matches. He had great series matches. He was a father of many uh, future greats. So I loved Super Porky. It's very, very sad to hear that he passed away. And um, we can hear from Mike on his Super Porky thoughts when we come back from the break here. And, of course, you're welcome to give your thoughts as well, 425-780-7566. We'll talk that. We'll talk Ron. So much more. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Any thoughts on Super Porky? You know, not a whole, not a whole lot to add there, just because uh, I started watching him around the time you started watching him, and when he was the the comedy figure, the fat baby who would fall in the middle of the ring and start crying, who would do all these spots, and in a way, it's not a direct one to one comparison, but he was kind of like hacksaw Jim Duggan. No matter how old Duggan gets, no matter how many times he would go out there do the exact same thing, say ho, give the thumbs up, wave the flag, grab the board, like. It pops people every single time, and that's exactly what Super Porky would do, too. His family is, as you mentioned, Psycho Clown, who is the biggest star in Mexico right now. Uh, Maximo, who I didn't realize for, you know, especially initially watching Lucha, I didn't know that was his son. I was always got a huge kick out of Maximo, um, and it's it's sad. And, and Psycho Clown, apparently, uh, Lucha Blog, uh, Cubs fan reported through a, a, a Lucha Azteca AAA article that Psycho Clown is saying that unsurprisingly Super Porky passed away from a, a heart attack. He had so many heart attacks it became part of his gimmick. I don't even know how many he actually really had or not. It was just, it, it was wild. Uh, and that fight that you're talking about, I'm not saying he was winning, but if you go back and watch that, the guy he's facing, who's God knows, you know, 200 pounds less than him, uh, but around the same height and a trained fighter, just basically ran away from him the whole time because he had fear that if this wrestler actually got his hands on him, he might be in some trouble. So he kicked away, and I think Porky may have missed a punch or something like that and ultimately got rolled up and heel hooked in the second round. But yeah, a shockingly, uh, if, if all you knew of him at the time, which was like me, that he was a... You know, an old wrestling legend, but he was this fat guy now to see him out there actually competitive and not backing down and moving forward the whole time in his rotund self. It was it was something else. So, again, just just sad that it only 58 years old, so young. And I guess maybe, you know, with the way that he lived and his health and all that stuff, I guess I, I guess we were there was always that fear that was always hanging over there. Everybody's heads. But 58 is way too young. Uh, reunited with his brothers in heaven because that was the other thing too was when you go back when all you know of him is this is this fat comedy guy but then you go back and watch those six-man matches and and I mean 1980 you know again like 20 years you look before that his body is is completely different he's in there with his brothers and they were a really good working tag team as far as him being a base for these guys who fly around he was perfect 
it's just it, it's a sad state of affairs because he's a legend and he's one of those you know if he's not a hall of famer which he probably is it's it's not my call to talk about a lucha hall of fame but as far as like memorable characters go it, it's a void that it's it's very difficult to fill in fact it's impossible to fill I want to mention uh, one thing here very quickly before we get on to these ticket sale notes, and that is that uh, I have a correction to make. Chase Owens actually never got handcuffed to the ropes in the Rainbow. No. Apparently, it was a it was a missed call by the announcers because the announcers said that he had been handcuffed. So I believed them. So I'm going to need to have a chat with. Uh, Kevin Kelly about this because I, well, I be ranted fair. for days about this and in fact he never was handcuffed at all so he did fairly win the Rambo Chase Owens your KOPW champion well, to be fair to Kevin and Chris they are reliant upon the production they were both they were sitting... watching a Rambo that's all you need to say yeah but remember remember when Chase was like kind of laying over there don't watch this match back folks whatever you do do not watch it but there's a point like when I, I can't remember who the first person was to get locked on the ropes but Chase Owens was the first guy in the ring so around the time that that is happening to whoever it was he was getting handcuffed and then he just kind of sat over there like Either the handcuff didn't go on or something was going on where it did make, you know, put it into question, did he get handcuffed and get out of it? Did the referee miss something? None of that was very clear, but I, I can't blame Kevin and Chris for that. I blame the fact that New Japan put on a Rambo. They need to stop Listen, this now. I love, I love Kevin Kelly, okay, and Chris Charlton, but <laughs> how do you not blame them when they said that he was handcuffed, but he wasn't? That's their fault. <laughs> so what do you mean you can't blame them? They said they, those words. If they got a spotter in their ear and then nobody, you know. Oh, get out of like, here. It's like putting something wrong on the, the teleprompter for you to read, and then you just read it out of habit. You know, yeah, you yeah, okay, it's your dork. fault that you said it, but some dummy put that on the screen for you. No, get out of here. You don't have a screen. You get out of here. They're sitting at home yelling into a Yeti watching the match, and and doing whatever. Anyway, let me get to the point here, which is a totally different subject. Oh, okay. Here's your ticket sale update from WrestleTix.com. SummerSlam is currently at 44,000 fans. Wow. They've got 3,000 tickets remaining, so it looks like SummerSlam will likely sell out 47,000 people. Dynamite Homecoming. That's the August 4th show in Daly's Place, which is funny that it's like they're they're going back home. They've been gone for like a month, so <laughs> nobody was expecting it to do all that well. But for whatever reason, all of a sudden they've started selling a whole bunch of tickets. And I think that Cody had tweeted something about, uh, I don't remember what it was, but Cody had something where if you buy tickets, he was going to do something. And uh, they also announced Miro <laughs> and Lee what, Johnson. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the big draw. But anyway, they're now at 1,700 fans for, uh, for Homecoming, and they got about 500 tickets left. So that one could sell out. We have got the Dynamite Show in Pittsburgh, which is currently at 4,200, and they've got 1,000 tickets left. That's the August 11th show. So we'll see how that one does. They're 75% full. Uh, the Rampage Show... It's at 4,000 fans, and they've got 1,000 tickets left. And there are uh, 364 combo tickets left available as well. So both of those shows, that's the week where you've got uh, Wednesday. Uh, these are both in Pittsburgh, when, in the same building, by the way. Wednesday is Dynamite, and Friday is Rampage. Two shows, same week, and they're both, uh, they're both 75% full. 
And then uh, finally, the Grand Slam Show, which is Arthur Ashe Stadium. They have now officially surpassed the number of fans that New Japan put into Madison Square Garden. They are at 17,000 fans. They have got 2,000 tickets left and uh, two months basically to sell all these tickets, a little less than two months. So that one's going to sell out. And uh, they'll have 19,000 fans in the building for the Arthur Ashe Stadium show. We don't have an update on Madison Square Garden yet, but uh, they just announced that John Cena will be appearing at Madison Square Garden. So I'd expect that those tickets are about to go straight up into the stratosphere. Another two, 3,000 tickets, I would suspect, and that one may sell out as well. So uh, that's the ticket sale update there. Everything is doing uh, very well in terms of live ticket sales for both companies. Well, and they can officially say that they will double the attendance that's at the Pacquiao fight that night. That's the one thing that is for sure is this is a great night for Las Vegas, who they they could use it. You know, they're they're doubling up here with, with both SummerSlam and Pacquiao and Errol Spence the same night. I'm not sure what else is taking place in town, but it's going to be... It's going to be wild, I guess, if you're there because uh, Pacquiao fights at T-Mobile. I don't think, what is that, 18,000? You know, I'm not sure exactly what the setup is. I can't remember for the UFC fights as far as maxing that place out, but I assume that's going to be maxed out as well. And then WWE putting that many people inside Allegiant Stadium. You know, it's a, I don't know if it's really a feather in their cap or not, you know, as far as being able to sell these tickets post-pandemic in, in, in a place that's starved for, you know, getting back on track and getting everything back to normal, but... You know, ticket sales are ticket sales, and they're putting a bunch of people in there, and atmosphere-wise, even if what we're seeing on the screen may not be exactly what we want, at least the atmosphere is going to be there. It's a lot of people. All right, we'll get raw in the next segment, but uh, first a couple of notes here. This person says, Will you be touching on the key Lee news regarding his tweet? Curious to know more about this. Well, we all are, because I have nothing that I can tell you. All I know is that yesterday, Keith Lee tweeted something, which he later deleted, which said something to the effect of gone seven months and virtually squashed my first two weeks back or something like that. That one got deleted. Then he tweeted something else, which I can actually find this one because this one is not deleted. But he says, I have decided I am just going to tell you guys the story myself. Give me a week or two. I don't know what this means. Well, I mean, I know what it means. He's going to explain why he was gone for seven months. I don't know. I have no idea why Keith Lee was gone, okay? I was given the impression that the reason that he was gone was due to a medical issue. But I don't know that. That's just the... That's just what had been rumored. And unfortunately, the thing is, when nobody tells you anything, rumors start, okay? Okay. Now, obviously, there was a situation involving the trademarking of Keith Lee's name. And uh, I believe that this all began at the end of last year. WWE wants to trademark Keith Lee. Keith Lee wants to trademark Keith Lee because Keith Lee's his real name. It's actually a weird story because they want to trademark your real name so that if you leave WWE and you go to AEW or wherever... You can't be your real name. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, they were in this trademark gimmick here. And so it's possible that the whole thing actually was based on this trademark issue. Or it could be the trademark issue and 
some sort of health issue, or it could have been just a health issue. I have my suspicions, but I don't know. So we have to wait for him to tell us what's going on. And he claims that in the next couple of weeks, he's going to tell us. And we'll see what this means. Back in a moment, Observer Live. on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I guess it's time for this Raw report here. By the way, they're going to uh, Saudi Arabia again on uh, October 21st, according to uh, Andrew Zarian. That's the targeted date. And uh, we'll talk about that as we get into the Raw report. The one thing I want to say before I talk about Raw here is that uh, the ratings are going to come out here in a few hours. And I want to make something very clear, especially those people that think all I do is make excuses for AEW. If this raw number is, like, shockingly low, it doesn't matter. Toss it out. I'm here at Cannon Beach, and last night I went to watch Raw, and I'm not at home, and so I'm watching on YouTube TV. And so they ask you where you are and everything like that, and are you here visiting, blah, 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 blah. So I'm, I'm looking at the, the Raw on my YouTube TV DVR. And it says, recorded five hours ago. I was like, that's weird. I guess maybe when I go to Oregon, I can watch the the East Coast feed. Because normally I can only watch the West Coast feed. As it turns out, and keep in mind this is my job, and I vaguely remember hearing something about this before it happened. Raw did not air in its normal time slot on the West Coast. It aired on East Coast feed. It aired at 5 o'clock, okay? Dude, if I watched live, I would have had no idea that Raw was not airing at 8 o'clock. Zero zilch idea. I would have went to watch it live, and I would have been watching the Olympics or whatever. So uh, I would suspect that the Raw number is going to be down artificially because of a large number of people on the West Coast. I mean, there's still, like, you know, a large number of people that watch Raw live. 75 85% of people that watch Raw live. So on the West Coast, in the West Coast time zone, anybody that tuned in to watch the show live that was unaware, there was no show to watch. So I expect that the raw number is going to be down. And if it's like an all-time low or something like that, don't go on Twitter and do all your memes and celebrate that the show is dead, okay? It's, a, <laughs> it's an aberration this week. I had no earthly idea I would have been one of, I'm sure, maybe tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that... Had absolutely no idea. So, the show itself, in case you were on the West Coast and you missed it, Nikki Cross comes out. Nikki Cross, here's a quick story on Nikki. She got a big pop when she won the Money in the Bank briefcase. She got a big pop when she cashed in. She went on the house show circuit and was booed. Well, she comes out here and she gets a pop when she comes out. She talks about how she's a superhero. Every time she mentions her outfit, every time she mentions the butterfly, every time she mentions being a superhero, you can hear people booing. Well, they still like her overall, but they do not seem to like this Nikki Ash character. Which, by the way, now it's not Nikki Ash, it's Nikki A-S-H. Because I think they figure, you're so dumb, if we say Nikki Ash, you're not going to figure out that it's almost a superhero we have to give you the letters ash so then you wonder what does ash stand for you look it up and you go oh almost a superhero but is there a worse name to roll off the tongue than nikki ash just call her nikki ash do not do not always uh target the lowest common denominator the absolute dummies target you know non-dummies so anyway she comes out, she does her deal. Charlotte interrupts. Charlotte wants a title shot. Rhea comes out. Rhea wants a title shot. And then finally, Sonya and Adam Pierce come out, and they announce that it's a three-way at SummerSlam. Uh, 
Charlotte then says, well, I want to match with you tonight, not for the title, to prove that I can beat you. And it is agreed that they will have a non-title match in the main event, even though Charlotte got screwed by Rhea Ripley last week, cashed in on. All thing doesn't make any sense, but whatever. They did it. Damian Priest beat Sheamus in a non-title match. Good match. Good wrestling. It was good to see something new. Damian Priest wins. And so I'm sure, you know, maybe probably by SummerSlam, he'll get a championship match. But if you watch the show, he's probably going to get another non-title match next week, which he'll win. And they'll just keep doing this over and over until finally he gets his title match at the pay-per-view. As long as this ends with two grown men beating the hell out of each other, which is exactly what this is going to end with, I'll be fine with it. You'll be stunned to hear this, but as a person paid to cover professional wrestling... I had totally forgotten about AJ and Omos versus the Viking Raiders at the pay-per-view because they just keep doing everything over and over again. So the Viking Raiders got beaten in the pay-per-view, and they end up getting a championship match on this show because John Morrison, I think, got pinned in a six-man last week. Whatever. So AJ and Omos face the Viking Raiders. They don't air the entrance of AJ and Omos because I think they're concerned that everyone's going to cheer them. They wrestled the match. No one cares about the Viking Raiders because they want to cheer AJ and Omos. AJ and Omos win. The fans jump up in the air and they cheer and they, they're all happy. Why are these guys heels? Because their show is a broken record, my show has to be a broken record. I would prefer if they stopped this stuff so that I didn't have to say the same thing every week. Jinder Mahal promo. He wants Drew McIntyre to apologize for beating up old Shankly. Drew McIntyre will not apologize, and so he must face Veer. So he faces Veer. Everything is like, it's classic WWE. Wait, tell him about the other guy. What, Shankly? No, not Shanky. No. The, oh, the, the, the attorney? You got a random, oh, there's an, random There's dude. an attorney out there. doesn't matter. Here's the key, everybody. <laughs> you know how sometimes I say WWE is a promotion where they got 40 writers. It's fake. You can literally do whatever you want, but they go out of their way to, like, make everything way more difficult than it needs to be. Well, here's a show where wins and losses, unless you're, you're Bobby Lashley, and actually he's now in the wins and losses don't matter because he's doing constant jobs. But unless you're John Cena or Roman Reigns, wins and losses don't matter. They beat everybody. Everybody wins. Everybody loses. It, it totally doesn't matter. Except when it randomly really matters, okay, which is what happened here. Drew McIntyre is facing Veer. They have a match. What's his face? Jinder throws a chair into the ring for Veer. Veer picks up the chair, but as he picks it up, Jinder is, or I'm sorry, Drew is flying in with a claymore. He kicks the chair into Veer's head, a chair that Veer brought into the ring. They ring the bell. They rule it a DQ. And, of course, they announced that Drew is the winner. The other guy came into the ring with a foreign object. The object got kicked into his face. Now, if you've watched any WWE for 70 years or whatever, if you bring a weapon into the ring and it gets sent into your own face, when has that ever been a disqualification? Never! But today it was a disqualification. The ring announcer announces that Drew McIntyre is the winner via DQ. Well, then the announcers 
have to say, hold on a minute. The winner of this match is Veer. Veer is the winner. Veer's win goes into the history books or the record books or whatever. I'm like, what? First off, what difference does it make (laughs) who won via DQ? It doesn't make any difference, but today it meant a lot because now the announcers have to correct the ring announcer. They have to correct it for the record. I'm like, who cares? Who could possibly care? What difference does it make? But of all the matches, wins and losses never matter except this random 3-minute and 50-second match with Drew McIntyre and Veer. It really matters. They actually replayed Eva Marie's trip last week because <laughs> let's make everybody suffer. Then it's Natty and Tamina versus Eva and Dewdrop. Natty, they do a, a spot with Dewdrop, and I guess Dewdrop rolled over Natty's ankle, and Natty's out of action. And she's out of the match. They take her to the back. It looks like an ankle injury. We don't know the severity. I have not heard. I hope she's okay. I hate seeing people get hurt, especially because it was one of those things where it happens all the time in wrestling. It was a nothing spot. Like, I watched the spot. I couldn't figure out how she got hurt. This is the majority of injuries in wrestling. It was an accident. Stuff happens. But anyway, Tamina has to get in there, and they do some spots. And Alexa shows a video on the big screen of Lily spoofing Evolution. Eva is distracted. First, she has to act distracted. And then she is rolled up and uh, super kicked or whatever and pinned. Yeah. Keith Lee and Karrion Cross. In the middle of the show, they say, coming up next, Keith Lee will be facing Karrion Cross. I was like, what? <laughs> now, obviously, Jeff Hardy can't be there because he tested positive for COVID. So we have no follow-up to Keith Lee losing in two minutes to Jeff Hardy. The follow-up is Karrion Cross faces Keith Lee, and uh, Karrion Cross beats him via submission in uh, eight minutes. Four minutes of which was during a commercial, by the way. Submission, you say? Hey, just put him in the cross jacket and Keith Lee tapped out and he lost. Mm. Cool. It was not much of a match either. It, it was just there. And nobody cared, which is like, well, I mean, can you imagine? Nobody cared. Well, Karrion Cross was beaten in two minutes by Jeff Hardy last week. And uh, Keith Lee was practically squashed by Bobby Lashley. You put them in a match together and you don't have the boot cheer button in the Thunderdome. You don't have uh, uh, anybody there to you know, fake do whatever. So we get this. I'm sure Vince was furious. Oh, well, you booked the show, bro. You booked this stuff. It's your fault, brother, not theirs. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, they face Mason T-Bar. It is a three-minute match. Mansoor makes a comeback, and he wins with a cradle. Uh, Ali is shocked, but he's kind of low-key delighted. And as many people have noted, they're going to Saudi Arabia. And the babyface pop if Mansoor and Mustafa Ali won these tag team titles. Bro, I am all for it. Do I have any faith they will not screw this up by the time they go to Saudi Arabia? No, I have no faith whatsoever. But man, that would be awesome if that happened. But I'm I'm not holding my breath. I've learned my lesson. Lashley comes out, and because, you know, everything's exactly the same, he does the exact same thing that Roman Reigns did with John Cena on Friday. Lashley will not dignify Goldberg's challenge with a response. 
So uh, then out come Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, who were feuding. But somehow this leads to them teaming to face Bobby Lashley in a two-on-one match after Bobby does the babyface challenge to take on both guys at the same time. He beats them, he stacks them like cordwood, and he pins them. John Morrison and Riddle. They have a 10-minute match. It is a very good match. And there is a distraction finish where almost breaks Riddle's scooter. Riddle is sad because his scooter is for Randy Orton, who is nowhere to be seen. And he gets pinned with a starship pain. And then the heels lay him out afterwards. Everybody chants for Randy. Randy's not there. I think Randy comes back in a week or two. It's going to be a gigantic reaction. So from that perspective, they're doing everything right. Reginald beats R-Truth to retain the 24-7 title. He just did a bunch of flips. And then uh, in the main event, I am not making this up if you don't watch Raw, Charlotte Flair faces Nikki Ash in a non-title match. She beats her up for 10 minutes. Nikki gets a short comeback, and then Charlotte rolls through a crossbody and pins her clean in the middle of the ring. She doesn't pull the tights. She doesn't cheat. She just beats her which leads to a promo where Nikki Ash said, I was almost a superhero. I showed myself that I almost could have won. And the show goes off the air. They're doing this match again next week. Back in a moment, Server Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. 
It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Have I ever mentioned that we have a subscription area, WrestlingObserver.com? Have I ever mentioned that? No, where's it at? It's at WrestlingObserver.com. Oh, yeah, that's a good Have I ever mentioned that if you sign up at WrestlingObserver.com, you can listen to over 12, we're almost at 13,000 archive shows. Every show that we've ever done... Dating back to 2005 is available on the website for subscribers. And every now and then I get, a, I get an email from somebody and they say, I signed up and I, I started listening to all of the Brian and Vinny shows starting in 2005. And some people have actually listened to every single one of them. But my point is this. Someday far down the road, when I'm long gone, living on some island somewhere off the grid, the website remains and some young bloke, maybe they just were born today. They're going to grow up and they're going to get into wrestling and they're going to subscribe to WrestlingObserver.com and they're going to they're going to start listening to those archives. And one of them is going to say, you know, I'm going to listen to all of the Wrestling Observer Lives that are on the site from day one. And they're going to start going through all those Observer Lives and they'll be about 50 by the time they get to where we are today. But starting in about 2018, the fall of 2018, they're going to be listening to those shows from fall of 2018 and 2019 and 2020 and 2021. And they're going to stop one day and they're going to say, I devoted all that time and at the end of the day, this guy just started making stuff up. There's no way this actually happened. There's no way that that's the actual Raw report. How in the world could a show like that, how could a show like that possibly be on the air? How could it be so? But the fact of the matter is, everyone, it's what really happened. That's what happened on Raw this week and last week and the week prior. And we will continue doing this until one of these days, maybe, it all starts making sense again. But I'm not holding my breath anymore. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.